Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two more. Look, I, I said yes to the artillery, but, you know, make sure it's at least 18 to 30 uh, guns and all the ammunition to go with it, including precision rounds. And if we don't have them, buy them. But do anything to give... Ukrainian defense forces a chance to defend themselves against a brutal onslaught, which is going to continue until it succeeds. The uh, former chief of Canada's defense staff, uh, General Rick Hillier, on this program a couple of months ago, talking about this country and the rest of the world, the Western world providing support to Ukraine. A couple of days ago, we actually had the current chief of the defense staff, General Eyre, visiting Kiev. I think that's significant. But I, uh, I tweeted out earlier at the Roy Green Show... I'm absolutely horrified by four photographs that have appeared on Twitter. And uh, the person uh, tweeting, posting the tweets, the photographs, is Christopher Miller. It's at Christopher J.M. And uh, he writes, Marlinka was once a quiet bedroom community of 10,000 residents and tree-lined streets just west of Donetsk. We'll now have to refer to it in the past tense because the Russian army has wiped it off the face of the earth. These images show an apocalyptic scene incompatible with life. And there are four photographs there, and I warn you, if you look at them, they will affect you. And you think about the fact that people lived there. It is absolutely horrendous. It is gruesome. And that's what Russia is doing. So uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on in, uh, in Ukraine. And uh, there's talk, and uh, there have been news stories, I'm sure you're aware, that fierce fighting is continuing between Russian and Ukrainian troops in another virtually destroyed city named Bakhmut. And uh, Alexander Sherba is back with us, former Ukrainian ambassador to Austria, author of Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. Alexander, thank you uh, for joining us. Those photographs are just gruesome. It's horrific to think that this was committed, these acts were committed against the civilian population. And I imagine that uh, those scenes that are in those photographs are just repeating themselves over and over in your country. Yes, unfortunately, um, for Russia, liberating uh, some town or village and obliterating is, it's, is just the same thing. And uh, you saw on on these pictures obliterating literally. It's just it's just a black uh, um, desert. Uh, yes. What they're doing to these uh, towns of Donbas that they are supposedly uh, liberating or saving from Ukraine. I mean the level of you know hypocrisy, evil, evil kind of hypocrisy coming from Russia is just just uh, unbelievable so yeah i was shocked by these pictures too thank you for mentioning them yeah they they look like uh, an opening scene from a terrifying science fiction movie except they're very real mm-hmm. and there uh, say uh, well uh, hadn't you uh, resisted uh, it still would be a flourishing town but uh, just it's it's again it's a part of this you know uh, uh, hypocrisy because imagine how how uh, much less casualties and destruction would have been if the world given up gave up to Hitler or to all other 
you know, uh, evil invaders uh, in history. We cannot, we cannot, uh, you know, just put up with, you know, giving up our freedom and our lives and our language, our culture, everything. Yeah. We have to defend our land. So it's all on the invaders. You know, it took me about 30 seconds, no more than that, to find an example of very similar destruction in Syria that Putin and his army were responsible for maybe 10 or 12 years ago. It's, it's right there. He, it's, it's, it's his playbook. He also did it in Chechnya. But what, 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 what we're seeing in, in Ukraine is absolutely devastating. Can you give us an idea of what's happening in Bakhmut? Most people have heard the name. Maybe we've seen some video. We, we know of the, the constant fighting that's going on, and the Ukrainian troops are facing an onslaught from the Russians, um, waiting for the, we the heavy weapons from the West. But can you give us a bit of a perspective on, on Bakhmut and how important that particular fight is? Uh let me first say a couple of words about uh, Syria and Chechnya. I, it just breaks my heart every time I think about uh, those poor people because we uh, have w the West backing us, uh, backing us up. We have the support. We have weapons to defend ourselves. Those poor people in Chechnya and in Syria, they had nothing actually, and 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 uh, I, I just cannot begin to comprehend the horror of uh, what they were exposed uh, to. About Bakh Bakhmut, uh, you know, we have been uh, saying for a while, and Russians were actually saying the same, that uh, the big uh, Russian offensive is coming uh, at some point uh, in February or in January, February. And uh, uh, after that, depending how things go, Ukraine will start the counteroffensive. And it turns out that this big offensive, it looks like that at least right now, uh, came down to this one town uh, of uh, 90,000 uh, inhabitants, uh, 60 kilometers from the line where Russia stood on February 24th last year. And they are basically using all the uh, uh, manpower, all the you know, uh, tanks, whatever, um, to take this town. It's horror there. And yes, they are slowly moving ahead since uh, last May. Uh, they are inching forward. Um, and uh, every morning, every Ukrainian family, every Ukrainian uh, begins with, you know, looking up Bakhmut, what is happening there? Have we given up that town or not? Um, it's it's very, very difficult. The fighting is fierce there. Uh, we hear that our Western partners are asking us, why don't you give up this town? Um, and, uh, well, the answer is it's, it's a part of Ukrainian land. When the time comes that we cannot defend it, we will uh, give it up and uh, withdraw to, uh, to, 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 to different positions. But, oh my God, it's it's going on since May, and uh, <laughs> Russia is using all uh, what it has to, you know, to 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 occupy this town, and we are still, you know, um, hanging on there. Yeah, uh, some of the fighting that I've seen, I've just seen some videos. It's it is extremely fierce, and um, which leads me to wonder how much are you receiving. 
in the way of, I don't know how much you can tell us about this, but how much are you receiving in the way of heavy weapons from the West, which you've been promised, including the tanks? You've got four more coming from this country and uh, tanks from the U.S. and tanks from Germany, tanks from uh, Poland. Um, the heavy weapons, are they starting to arrive in the numbers that you need them? Well, uh, tanks, these promised tanks, haven't been sighted on the front line yet, at least uh, not to my knowledge. But uh, uh, since yesterday, there is this video that goes viral. It's from somewhere in Poland where um, it, it's taken from a, from a, a drone, and it's showing uh, all the amount of, you know, heavy, uh, you know, um, machinery, uh, military machinery that we uh, received, at least in Poland right now, and it's intended for Ukraine. And it's impressive. It's a lot. So we are, uh, right now, what counts is uh, uh, really, uh, we have what it takes uh, to defend ourselves, but once, this heavy machinery arrives in Ukraine, and it must be really, really soon. Uh, we will be ready for counteroffensive, and that will be the decisive moment of this war. You, you strongly believe that the Ukrainian military will defeat the Russians, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, uh, we, we have seen uh, throughout this war, we have seen that uh, Ukrainian military has performed better than expected and Russian military worse than expected. And the dynamic of this war goes from 0% believing uh, in Ukraine's chances uh, and 100% believing in Russia's chances uh, in absolutely, you know, opposed directions. And right now, uh, I think our chances are way higher. And first of all, of course, I see the motivation of our soldiers, of our troops, and I see the motivation of uh, Russians, of course, they are earning money in, in this war. Of course, some of them have been brainwashed into believing that we are the Nazis here. Uh, but still, the motivation uh, on our side is immensely, immensely uh, bigger. Um, Alexander, the, what's the significance of um, the visit to Kiev by our chief of defense staff, General Wayne Eyre? Well, it's uh, immensely important in the way uh, that uh, uh, Canada is showing support. Kenya, uh, Canada is uh, uh, staying engaged in Ukraine. We know, and we are immensely grateful for uh, you know uh, three thousand tons of uh, military help already provided. Uh, Two hundred armored uh, military vehicles already provided, but you know it's it's a war. Uh, uh, what uh, happened uh, yesterday happened yesterday. The most important thing is uh, what's coming next, and uh, we know that uh, um, even uh, Leopard two tanks have been mentioned uh, as uh, a possibility that um, they could be provided by Canada. Um, so uh, it's very important because this counter offensive is coming. So uh, uh, definitely, I don't know the details, and I shouldn't be knowing the details of this military uh, negotiation, but it's a very good thing that they're happening. Yeah. So there's, a, there's another story I want to ask you about, and it's been floating around. It's been on page one, page two, page three, if we refer to the old newspaper days, as far as getting attention is concerned. But the story continues to insist there are competing interests at the top of the Ukraine military, 
Not everybody's on the same page. Is that true? Uh, it's in the, in the Canadian press. Well, it's in it's in various news services. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, we have one uh, uh, military leader in whom Ukrainian people have absolute confidence. It's General Zaluzny, our commander in chief, uh, supreme commander in chief, and uh, he has full support from uh, President Zelensky. So uh, there are rumors about, you know, uh, uh, some other general who is also very, very popular with troops and with the population that he uh, might uh, make a competition for uh, General Zaluzhny. But again, it's just it's mostly on Russian, uh, you know, telegram channels. I don't know whether they uh, whether this is what you mean, because in Ukraine, it's not an issue these days. Absolutely not. Yeah, it could be Russian disinformation. Yeah. Now, we also have the... Just, uh, we, uh, the, the sense here on the ground is that uh, the military unit, the military uh, leadership is absolutely united, that the rumors about, you know, somebody in the political leadership being envious of uh, General Zaluzhny popularity, they are just that rumors. Um, so, uh, quite frankly, if I knew something, I would have told you, believe me, I'm not, you know... Uh, hide, trying to hide anything from you. Uh, it's not a topic here in Ukraine. All right. Uh, the, the Russian deputy foreign minister a couple of days ago warned of, quote, catastrophic consequences, end quote, if the West arms and supports Ukraine any further. Not, not surprising to hear that. But how do you interpret that warning? Is that just a lot of noise or is he starting to edge back to the discussion about potential use of nuclear weapons? Oh God, it's just it's just noise. Just they noise. They have been saying this for so long, and they, it's just uh, you know, first uh, if you do that, we will use uh, it will have, have catastrophic uh, consequences. Than that, than that. Uh, in reality, is that uh, Russia is warning the West against escalation while. Uh, it's escalating every day, 24/7 here on the ground. So they are just uh, afraid uh, of, uh, because they see that they are losing the war. They, I, I, I'm, I'm rather confident that at this stage they won't do the stupid thing of, you know, using nuclear weapons uh, uh, against Ukraine and by far, of course, not against the West. That's just empty talk because that would be the end of Russia's. Uh, you know, support in the in countries like China and India, uh, the global South won't, you know, see Russia with the same eyes. It's just the um, attempt to intimidate you guys in the West. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. I'm quite sure it's not going to work. Although there are some people in, in Western countries who are saying there has to be an accounting for the money that is spent in Ukraine. But then you hear that, you know, you knew that was going to happen. Uh, once those, um, we have about a minute left here, Alexander. Once the um, the heavy weapons arrive in large numbers, and you can deploy them against uh, the Russians, that's going to be quite the sight when the uh, Ukrainian uh, military starts to move back toward the Russians and takes the offensive away from them. It'll be very interesting to see, and it'll be gratifying to see. After I've, again looking at those photographs of that community, it's just horrifying. 
it will be at the decisive moment and we are absolutely you know looking forward to seeing our army uh, going on the offensive if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend 